Hello and welcome to another episode of Christian Concepts. I'm your host today, Jesse Thorson, and the topic today we're going to be discussing is the importance of submission. So we're going to be diving into, um, well, obviously the importance of it, but what that looks like and, you know, who we should should submit to, um, even, you know, political leaders, uh, Christian leaders, you know, we're going to be going into all kinds of authority, you know. So it's going to be, it's going to be a real blast, I think. And uh, as always, joining me, usually I'm not the one that hosts this, but <laughs> kind of switching around. But joining me today is Lucas, aka Pablo Catalan. Hey, how's it going? Uh, I'm always glad to be recording with you, Jesse. Uh, and today's topic is definitely something that I feel hits hard in today's society, especially with all these... Uh, mandates going especially in our country right now uh for for us all these men everything we're having to submit to and where to draw the line who we submit to what we submit to and why uh so we're definitely going to cover that today Uh, but before we do i do want to mention once more that we are taking prayer requests via messages on our instagram page which is Christian underscore concepts underscore JDP. No, that is not the award that Chevy gives themselves. That stands for Jesse uh, Dalton Pablo. (laughs) So uh, go ahead and shoot (laughs) us a message on there. Uh, If you also want to hear a topic that you're having some trouble with, we do take the week to study out these topics. Uh, So if you have something that you've been studying and you're just still not grasping or you want more insight on it feel free to give us a message about that and let us know what it is you either want help with or want more elaboration on uh also we do have voice messages that you can leave and they could end up on the podcast depending on how appropriately it fits into our podcast Uh, so you can leave that on our website which is actually on anchor.fm you look us up you'll be able to get to our Mm -hmm. dashboard uh but yeah let's let's get diving right into it uh Jesse, where do you want to start? Do you want to start with spiritual authority? Do you want to start with physical authority? How do you want to do that? Um, the way I kind of, I don't know, the way I kind of have my notes written out, I kind of started off with just the importance of submission itself. Um, so, yeah, I can start there. Yeah. All right. Um, so I have a scripture that kind of set this off and... A number of scriptures actually and it's found in romans 13 uh one through seven i won't kind of i won't read everything but kind of summarize it all but uh the first verse says let every soul be subject unto the higher powers for there is no power but of god the powers that be are ordained of god um and just right right there um it says let every soul be subject into the higher powers. It doesn't specifically say just into spiritual powers, you know, mm-hmm. um, or worldly powers. It just, you know, it's a generic kind of, you know, all powers. And all that power comes from God, obviously. They're there, they're there set by God. You know, God's ordained all those powers, even the ones that you think shouldn't be there, the ones that you think have no, you know, place being an authority, 
well, guess what? God made a way for that person to be there. So, mm-hmm. um, and in verse two, it says, you know, whoever resists that power resists the ordinance of God and they're going to receive damnation. And that's a, you know, that's already a pretty big consequence already from just, you know, disobeying or, you know, not wanting to submit under that authority. And it says in three, rulers are not a terror to good works, but to the evil. So, you know, if we're true Christians here and if we're having that, what, uh, that true, you know, that true definition of belief, which is faith plus works, you know, if we're continuing in our faith and we're continuing in our works and our good works, um, those rulers are not going to be a terror to us. So, you know, they might come up with roles and mandates and all these kind of things that might seem like they're putting a limit on us, but it's, it's not a terror to us. Mm-hmm. So we shouldn't be afraid of that power because all that power comes from God. Exactly. Uh, yeah. And verse four, it even says here, for he is the minister of God to thee for good. <laughs> and so it's funny, my uh, my dad, he's the pastor of the church I attend, and he likes to go around to police officers or, you know, anyone with a title of authority. He'd be like, man. You know you're a minister of God, and they're like, "What?" <laughs> it's like, yeah, the Bible says you're a minister of God, and he takes them to the scripture, and they're always like, "Oh yeah, I guess we are." You know, kind of gives them a big old smile, and you know that's kind of one of the ways to, you know, my dad likes to break the ice with, you know, just walking up to a police officer, whoever, and he he likes to show respect to them. I think it's a good thing that he does. He likes to always, you know, if there's a police officer in front of him, he likes to buy a drink for them more you know, whatever it is that they're purchasing. And that's just kind of showing that respect that, mm-hmm. hey, I'm I'm obviously going to submit under you. You know, I have a respect for you. I'm going to listen to you. So um, the, uh, skipping down, I think we're just going to skip down to verse 7 now. It says, render, therefore, to all their dues, tribute to him, tribute is due, cuss to him, to whom cuss, and fear to whom fear, honor to whom honor. And so that kind of, I'll kind of link that up later with another verse, but I'm going to gonna kind of shut up here for a little bit and get Pablo's thoughts on this right now. <laughs> <laughs> which which just happens to be my uh, Instagram handle, which is hilarious. Um, so <laughs> just I, having I, to sneak that in. <laughs> <laughs> speaking of that submission to authority and that respect to authority, uh, if you go to Matthew, let me see here, 22 verse 21, uh, now, this is the Jews, sorry, the Pharisees uh, had sent their disciples, which I, I found interesting. <laughs> I thought that this was the Pharisees coming to Jesus about this. But no, they, they decided to send their disciples out to try to trip up Jesus about paying taxes to Caesar. Um, and I'm actually going to start a little bit earlier. Let me go back here. And in Matthew chapter 22, verse 17 Tell us, therefore, what thinkest thou? Is it lawful to give tribute unto Caesar or not? Simple enough question, one would think. Yeah. Uh, and I, I, I'm pretty sure the pretext here was basically we're, we're giving money to people who are not of God kind of thing. Uh, but going further, Matthew chapter 22, verse 18. But Jesus perceived their wickedness. So he straight up knew what they were trying to do anyways. And said, mm-hmm. why tempt ye me, ye hypocrites? show me the tribute money so just that's simple enough show me the money that you're giving to him and they brought unto him a penny and he saith unto them 
whose is the image and subscription? They say unto him, Caesar's. Then saith he unto them, Render therefore unto Caesar the things which are Caesar's, and unto God the things that are God's. And I, yeah. I think that's something that people miss now uh, is when you're giving to God, you're giving to God the things that he requires of you. Mm-hmm. And you can give him more. Mm-hmm. Which is, and that, that's not just talking about mon- monetary means. That's not just the offering plate when it gets passed around or when you walk up to it, however it goes. Exactly. That's not just giving for a missionary over overseas. That's not just giving the sheets for Christ or move the mission now, which is in our organization. But that mm-hmm. could be showing up on a church work day. Yeah. That could be knocking on doors and doing outreach. That could be doing music ministry or ushering it's any sort of giving giving of your time giving of your body like at the work day which is uh very much needed for pretty much every church Um, (laughs) yep yep (laughs) or whether it's giving an offering let's say okay well i got this i got this bonus and i don't need it i can help the church with that and that's that's not us trying to say oh the church just wants your money this is something that you give out of your own heart Tithe and offering are required, the the half shekel being the 5%, and then the tithe being the 10%. Uh, and that's to your local church. That's not to us. That's not what we're saying. <laughs> Don't give us money like that. Give that to your local church. Uh, but the world also requires things of you as well. If you're yeah. part of a government, well, if or if you're part of the governed, you're typically going to pay taxes. As, I, as irate it makes me whenever tax season comes along and I see my money disappear, that is something that is biblical. Yeah. Rendering unto Caesar is not just referring to Caesar. Caesar's long gone now. Jesus knew that he would be long gone. It's kind of the way humans work. So uh-huh. he's saying render to or give to the world what the world requires of you, but give yeah. to God what God requires. And that doesn't mean, oh, okay, well, now the world's asking me to give them my life or give them things that would cause me to sin. That's where you need to draw the line. Yeah. If the world's telling you that you need to, oh gosh, I can't think of anything off the top of my head. But basically, if you're going to be out of line with God and mm-hmm. the world is asking you to do that and it's part of the government, that's when you start resisting. Yeah you don't need to give them that anymore because if God requires you to be saved to get into heaven and by not sinning and repenting and getting the Holy ghost is how you're saved. That's all required of God. So if the world wants to take that away, that's, that's not, or it can't happen. Shouldn't happen. You shouldn't let it happen. (laughs) But, and I think that's where people are getting mixed up now is the world is allowing them to do things and saying that it's all right. It's yeah. all right to be homosexual. It's all right to... Oh, gosh, what was the recent thing in California? They were letting pedophiles out of prison. So they're basically saying it's it's all yeah. right to do these Crazy. things. It's all right to sin. So why not and go ahead and do it? That's where we need to draw the line. And the, I'm going off on a tangent right now, so I'm gonna I'm gonna stop talking before I start <laughs> rambling because uh, I am known to do that. Basically, give to the world what's required of it, as long as God's not requiring you to do otherwise. 
Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I like that a lot. Um, it's funny. Um, that verse, the verse you started off with there in Matthew 22, that's exactly the verse I was going to link up with. <laughs> it goes perfectly <laughs> with that. <laughs> Romans 13, 7. So you, you just went right to it. And yeah, it's <laughs> we're giving unto Caesar the things that are Caesar. So there is honor and tribute to whom it is due, mm-hmm. as it says in Romans 13. So yes, there is things we must give to our authorities and God's not taken away from that. I think these uh, Pharisees in Matthew 22, they're trying to uh, entangle or entrap Jesus and to kind of, I I think they were trying to like trap him into saying, you know, God's authority just precedes everyone's authorities, which which is true totally. But I think they're trying to take the importance of um, human authority and they were trying to see if Jesus would like undermine that and say that, you know, that's not really important. But here he's saying, no, you know, render in a Caesar's the thing that it's definitely Caesar's. important. It's definitely- yeah. He's like, no, you, you got to obey, you know, those who have the rule over you. So, you know, it's a, it's a president, a king, a prime minister, whoever you got to give tribute and honor to whom it's due. And, and to God, the things that are God's. And that's so worded so perfectly because God's obviously the priority here. You're always wanting to obey and give tribute to God. And he does have uh, dominance over all authority. So if God's telling you to do something that man's telling you not to, you know, you got to listen to God first, obviously. But at the same time, um, you pay the consequence for not doing the things that the human authority is telling you to do. And you see that with uh, Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, and Daniel, um, you know, they were, uh, I think it's Nebuchadnezzar telling them yeah. to, you know, bow down to this idol. And they were like, no, but they were, they were said, we're going to pay the consequence for this. And as we all know what happened, the, you know, the strong men came, the strongest men or whatever around came and they bound up Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. And they were, as they were on their way up to the ramp, to the fiery pit, those mighty men fell because it was so hot. Yep. But then Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, you see the captors around them that had them bound, they're gone. They could have just come down that ramp and said, okay, you see, you know, our God's powerful. But they voluntarily fell into that fiery pit. They were willing to pay the consequence for not obeying Nebuchadnezzar. And you see God blessed that. He, you know, he put uh, himself there, the son of man, you know, walking with them. And Nebuchadnezzar saw that. He's like, wow. You know, that day, Nebuchadnezzar saw something that, hey, I'm not, I'm not God here, or these yep. false gods around that I thought, you know, were God. They served an actual real God. And, you, you know, that, that's just a huge blessing to Nebuchadnezzar, <laughs> you know? Yeah. Uh, this, you know, he's not, it's not like he was a great guy or anything, but just because Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego said, hey, we're going to go a step above. Most people wouldn't even think to pay the price for not obeying a human authority because we had obeyed God first, but we're going to do that anyway. <laughs> and, and God bless that, the whole situation right there. Yeah. And, and the thing I find about that entire story is you look at all these people, all these Hebrews, Israelites, whatever you really want to call them, it's almost the same. But uh, you see all these people who bowed down and worshiped, all of them had the same knowledge all mm-hmm. of them had the same beliefs and all of them knew yep. exactly what they should and should not do. 
Mm-hmm. And yet, out of all those people, three of them were the only ones to stand up and say, no, we're not bowing. Now, I yeah. could have understood three of them not bowing after hearing, okay, well, if you don't bow, we're going to kill you. I could understand people <laughs> dropping yeah. down at that point. But yeah. three, only three of them decided not to bow that entire time. Yeah. Without even knowing what the consequences were yet. Exactly. And then after hearing the consequences, we're still like, yeah, um, no, <laughs> we're not, we're not <laughs> bowing before a false god. Because yeah. they knew the power of God. And, and that that had to have taken, and well, actually, no, I, I, can't, I can't say an extreme amount of faith because we're all given the measure of faith. So <laughs> we, we've all got the same, <laughs> the same faith, but that had to have taken an extreme amount of courage yeah because they had just been taken over yeah they had just seen many of their countrymen killed many of them and now they're Uh taken captive as prisoners and slaves and told bow down most of them were probably like yeah i'm gonna listen to the guy who just killed everybody (laughs) just (laughs) but no and that 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 amazes me ceases and i think we've talked about these guys in every episode which (laughs) i don't mind because they're great men of God. Yeah. And I I look up to them in a sense that I want to be able to and I would hope that I would be able to stand up if I was being threatened with death and still say yes. Jesus mm-hmm. Christ is the only Lord and Savior and no, I'm not worshiping anyone else. Uh-huh. <laughs> and I, I would like to say that I can do that and I, I have a strong feeling that I could but when yeah. it comes down to it, I've never been in that position before. Yeah. Who knows? Maybe I'll be like the rest of everybody else who decided to bow. I would mm-hmm. sure hope not. <laughs> yeah. But but again, I, I haven't been put in that kind of a situation. And you're yep. seeing that all over the world right now. They're just kind of keeping it hush-hush where Christians are being beheaded, murdered out in the streets just because they either spoke the name... Or they had a page of the Bible. Yeah, yeah. And that's... I'm getting off topic, but... That is amazing to me. But to, to stay on topic, uh, I also want to talk about the spiritual authority aspect of things. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that, I'm, I'm going to lead more to submitting yourself to God uh, with this verse. And that's James 4, 7. And a lot of people will quote just the second half of that verse, which is resist the devil... And he will flee from you. But they completely skip over the first part, which is submit yourselves, therefore, unto God. Resist the devil and he will flee from you. Yeah. So I can resist the devil all day long if I wanted to. All week (laughs) long if I wanted to. And nothing would come of it if I'm not submitting myself to God. If I don't have that authority over me, if I think think about it this way if a police officer walks around with a badge no gun how is he going to get anything done he's not same way is if he's walking around with a gun and no badge hey I'm a police officer you need to stop or however it is they say things (laughs) who's going to listen to him (laughs) no one's going to listen to him especially if they have firearms too what's going to happen you're going to get attacked right back and it's yeah. going to be a lot more painful. Oh, yeah. 
But if you have yourself submitted to God and then you resist anything that he throws at you, he can't touch you. Well, okay. Unless God allows him to touch you like he did in Job's case or many other cases. But Mm -hmm. if you have that authority over you, now you can start getting things done. Yeah. Which is... I, I... I feel like that falls over every category we could talk about submissions <laughs> because yeah. that's that's the main thing that you need to do is submit yourself to God. Everything pretty much falls into place after that. Mm-hmm. And some of you, oh, you want to obey his commandments. You're submitting to him. You want to do God's work. Okay, well, you're submitting to his will. That's it's everything you need to know is right there. Well, yeah, not everything, but every, to get started learning everything that you need to know it's right there mm-hmm. yeah yeah um and i have a really uh good example of that but um don't think i'm going to go there quite yet so uh, i was just going to kind of back up what you're saying there with a um another passage here in uh hebrews 13 um verse 7 and 8 Remember them which have the rule over you, who have spoken into you the word of God, whose faith follow, considering the end of their conversation. Jesus Christ is saying yesterday and today and forever. So it uh, kind of gives us a little uh, command right here to remember them. Uh, first, uh, to, which have the rule over you, who have spoken into you the word of God, whose faith follows. So it's telling us the those people that have spoken into the word of God, you follow their faith. And then uh, skipping down to verse 17, that same chapter says, obey them that have the rule over you and submit yourselves for they watch for your souls as they that must give account that they may do it with joy and not with grief for that is unprofitable for you. And I think that's a pretty big obvious verse right there. Of spiritual of submitting to spiritual authorities mm-hmm. so it could be a pastor youth pastor uh sectional <laughs> leader you know whoever it is that's in your life that you kind of i mean you can have multiple obviously multiple people playing you know a role of authority in your life oh yeah but there's usually always the one that you're going to listen to and in my case it's going to be you know my dad who's also my pastor and that's the case with most people they're going to you know take they're going to go to sunday they're going to go to you know tuesday wednesday thursday night bible studies or whatever and they're going to go in and take that word that the pastor has taught them and is preaching to them and they're going to apply that to their lives and they're going to submit themselves under that pastoral um protection um and because they're watching for your souls and they give account they give an account for you and you want them to do it with joy um, and not with grief because it's unprofitable for you. So <laughs> I think uh, giving uh, proper um, respect and tribute to the pastor or pastor's wife, even, you know, whoever it is that you look up to a lot, um, you know, you got to give them their respect and that uh, proper tribute. Yeah. And, and I have a, I have a great, example for myself uh, in my life with my pastor uh, mm-hmm. pastor bryant he's he's my direct authority he's the one that i follow in line to but 
I also have another authority, which is Shane Bryant, his son, who happens to be <laughs> the ministry leader of the multimedia, or the uh, what, what do they call it, the audiovisual department. Since mm-hmm. I'm in there, uh, I for anything in regards to that, he's my authority. However, yeah. if the pastor comes to me and says that something else needs to be done, that is now my authority, <laughs> and that's <laughs> yeah, exactly. exactly what I go to. And yeah putting that respect and reverence in there is also important because I mean, it, okay, had his father-in-law, uh, which would be Bishop Howard, so his mm. his wife's dad, he doesn't call him just son, or he doesn't call him just uh, Joel Bryant. He will call mm-hmm. him Pastor Joel Bryant yeah. or Pastor Bryant, and mm-hmm. he will call his daughter Sister Bryant because that's the that's how much respect he has for the position of authority. Even though yeah. they're not his authority, they're an authority. Yeah. And having that respect and knowing, I, I can't think of a better term, but knowing your place puts you up mm-hmm. for success. Oh, yeah. Because when, when you're submitting, think about it this way, when you're bowing down to him, he's going to be pouring himself to you yeah it's not oh look at me i'm putting myself above god he doesn't have the opportunity to pour things down on you whether it be financial blessings which dalton talked about last time and how that's typically not what happens um (laughs) or whether it be giving you a talent or giving you a spiritual gift or helping you with the fruits of the spirit if you're struggling in there giving you peace comfort (laughs) something if you're putting yourself above him he can't do that but if you submit yourself to him and you submit yourself to your authority things are going to be just fine and there was a verse i was looking for i don't know if you have the reference for it um I, I wasn't able to find it, but it's when David was in the cave with King Saul and mm-hmm. he had every opportunity to kill him mm-hmm. and end his running and his and King Saul's reign and put himself in the throne where God told him he was going to be. And instead, mm-hmm. he cut off a piece of his robe, walked out and repented because he considered that harm to someone that God had put into authority. Yeah, yeah. Even though God had told him and the prophet had told him, hey, mm-hmm. you're king now. <laughs> king. He, yeah. still, he still had that respect and reverence for the current king because God had put him there and God uh-huh. had not yet taken him down. So yeah. he was still, even though he was running away and he wasn't exactly following the laws of King Saul, mm-hmm. he was still putting himself in submission to that authority of God not to the mm-hmm. authority of King Saul. Yeah. Because God had put him there. He had mm-hmm. respect for that. And I'm rambling yeah. again. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's a great example right there. Uh, that's a really great example. I think that, um, I think we've kind of covered pretty well the importance of submission and what that looks like, you know, obeying um, those who are authorities in your lives. But I think now we're kind of um, going on to a topic that uh, it's kind of the order of authority uh, and understanding, you know, there's mm-hmm. a, an order of authority, you know, there's people who answer to people, you know, and they have people that they answer to. 
and obviously you know that top of that hierarchy is going to be god so oh, yeah. um yeah and th- i got um got a couple of scriptures here in uh exodus 4 that's uh kind of really demonstrates that um exodus 4 18 it says and moses went and returned to jethro his father-in-law and said unto him let me go i pray thee and return unto my brethren which are in egypt and see whether they be yet alive and jethro said to moses go in peace and um first 19 says and the lord said unto moses and Midian, go return into egypt for all the men are dead, which shot thy life. Now, uh, this is really important because uh, God had told Moses, I think it's the previous chapter in, ver- in chapter three, uh, where he says, oh, hold on, let me go back to it. He tells Moses, you know, what he's supposed to do, you know, go into Egypt and, you know, do all these things. He's talking to him in the fiery bush. Mm-hmm. Um, and so here Moses is talking to Jethro and he ne- never even mentions that God, you know, that there was like a, a fiery bush, you know, that didn't actually burn. It's telling him to go to Egypt and, you know, set God's people free. He doesn't even mention that at all. What, and why does he do that? Well, Moses has this understanding of an order of authority. He knows that he can't go just because he heard something from God or he thinks he heard something from God. He, his authority, his human authority, whether, you know, that's a pastor or whoever it is. And in Moses's case, it was Jethro. Jethro had to be able to be like, no, yeah, that's, that's God's will. Go, go into Egypt, you know? And so Moses doesn't even bring up that, hey, God told me to do this. You know, this is my calling in my life. And that's, I've heard so many stories and it's really heartbreaking where there's young men or young women who think that they've heard something from God and they're so convinced and their pastor says, no, and that no is not saying no definite maybe it's no this is not your time right now maybe mm-hmm. you know later down the road yeah that's, a, that's your calling but you're just not there yet or maybe it is a definite no no i don't know yeah, could but just there's be so many yet. yeah there's so many young people that are just you know, what's my purpose you know they're they want they're fired up and they want to get in the ministry they want to be up there preaching and they you know they're they're so convinced and i've heard stories of where people do that and they you know their pastors or, you know, their father or mother, whoever is speaking to them in their lives. They're like, no, that's not, you know, that's not the greatest idea. I don't think you should do that. And they do it anyway. And their lives unravel, you know, sometimes uh, some are more drastic than the other, some, you know, completely backslide backslide, and they're just gone. And here Moses knows this and he says um, to Jethro, let me go, I pray thee, and return unto my brethren in Egypt and see whether they be yet alive. That's all he says. And Jethro's, <laughs> I think that, you know, I'm assuming this is an immediate answer. Jethro said to Moses, go in peace. I don't think, she, it doesn't say here, Jethro said, uh, let me go pray about it real quick. You know, give me about a couple of weeks and I'll give you an answer. <laughs> yeah. it's, it's immediate. <laughs> it's Jethro saying to Moses, go. And on top of that, go in peace. See, there's that blessing. There's a blessed God's always going to bless you when you do something right. When you follow his word, you're going to get blessed from that. And he's going to give you another blessing on top of that. <laughs> and it's here Jethro saying, go in peace. And now you see the very next verse, the Lord said unto Moses in Midian, go return into Egypt. So he has the okay from his, 
from his authority, his human authority. And now God says, okay, it's a, it's green lights from here. Go, you're good to go. You, you, you waited and you, you know, you asked Jethro to see if it was the right thing. And Jethro's giving you the go ahead. And I've already told you go. So now it's good to go. And so, you know, you see that Moses does that and you don't really hear of an um, incident or bad things happening to him on his travel to Egypt. And, you know, God obviously delivers people from Egypt and that's a huge miracle in itself. But that's a great passage right there that really explains that order of authority. You know, Moses already had heard from God that, you know, his calling in his life, Moses was maybe he was convinced or maybe he didn't want to even go at all you know kind of seemed like he was a scaredy cat i can't speak you know make Aaron do it but whatever the case was he made sure he did it right he took it to jethro and he said hey you know let me go and to see what jethro had said and jethro blessed it and so god ended up blessing moses as a result of that so yeah yeah and i i think that hierarchy is very important and i don't it's not like that it's not like a worldly hierarchy where it's a king at the top that's a tyrant and that's mm-hmm. that's not how it is the king at the top is making sure that everyone is taken care of mm-hmm. that's that's his goal and his job as long as we put ourselves under him uh, yeah and knowing those steps to take like okay god has told me something let me pray about this real quick if you if you pray and fast about something until you can no longer fast or no longer pray <laughs> and you still don't have a definite answer, mm-hmm. go and talk to your pastor about it. Now, yeah. if your pastor has to pray and fast about it as well, don't just let him do it on his own. Yeah. You, you're not he's not the one who's needing this answer. He's not <laughs> the one. You're the one yeah. who needs the answer. So make sure yeah. that you're supporting him or uh, or if it's a female spiritual authority, if it's like a ladies' leader or something like that, a youth mm-hmm. leader, make sure mm-hmm. you're praying and fasting with not only for your answer but for their own spiritual strength and protection. Mm-hmm. Because they, uh, oh gosh, that verse that you had mentioned where they will be held accountable for us. Mm-hmm. In in the day of judgment, they're going to be, let's say, like for example, your dad. Let's mm-hmm. say you do something and God's bringing that up in front of your dad and he's like, do you, this is, this is because of you, right? Yeah. You were the one, you were the authority in his life and you did this. Mm-hmm. Did you do everything you could to make sure that this did not happen? If the answer yeah. is yes, he's good to go. If the answer is no, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. he's being held accountable for your actions mm-hmm. and knowing after knowing that, I mean, you've you've got to keep yourself in check for his sake now. Uh-huh. So it's not just he's he's leading you, yes, but he's also being held accountable for you because of that leadership. Yeah. So because of that authority, if you're not submitting to him, you're not helping anyone. You're, <laughs> yeah. And you're not just hurting <laughs> yourself. You're not an island unto yourself. Every mm-hmm. action that you take has some sort of. Uh, it's it's a cause and effect. It has a oh gosh, I can't think of the word right now. Not punishment, <laughs> consequence. It every go. action that you have has has a consequence to it, whether it be good or bad. Yeah. And so 
if you're taking into account that spiritual authority and you're taking the steps of, okay, I've asked my pastor, he doesn't know he's asking the bishop, the bishop doesn't know he's asking so-and-so, which typically it never gets that far because the pastor is the man of God in your life for that very purpose. If anything, mm-hmm. it'll go to the bishop, and that's typically for bigger decisions that regard the entire church. <laughs> but <laughs> but um, for, for those hierarchies, it's important to know who is the spiritual authority in your life. Yeah. And I, I think we... I don't think any of us have touched on this topic because your dad is also the pastor, but your parents are a spiritual authority in your life. The Bible says to honor and obey them. Yeah. And there, there are circumstances where people, the parents are out in the world and I've, I've had friends of mine where the parents were telling them to do drugs and telling them to go out in the streets and do things. I'm not going to mention over the podcast, but there's, there's some pretty messed up people out there. And one of them was trying to go to church, trying to live right. But they heard that verse of honor obey and obey your parents. And they mm-hmm. got really confused. Mm-hmm. Because like, okay, well, my mom's telling me to do everything wrong. <laughs> well, yeah. My yeah. mom's having to do A, B, and C. And it's not godly. It's not godlike. And she's telling me I can't go to church anymore. Mm-hmm. And... From what I remember, the answer given was, okay, you need to obey and stay home so you don't cause more problems, but keep praying. Don't do the things that she's having you do, whether it be drugs, alcohol, and again, things I'm not going to mention over the podcast, but don't do those things. Keep praying about it. And when they turned 18 and were able to move out, they were able to move out with a great job. They were able to buy a house. Mm-hmm. I, if I'm not mistaken, he's married and has a and has a kid. Yeah. So it's like how if he honored and obeyed his parents to the point of how do I? How, they followed the hierarchy. Their parents mm-hmm. were that first spiritual authority in their life. They kept mm-hmm. them and obeyed them up to a certain point that God would allow yeah. because there's there are things like okay for example my mom tells me that I can't go to a youth event until I clean my room if or or whatever mm-hmm. if I don't clean my room and I go to that youth event that youth event was worthless for me yeah because I skipped the sub- to my first spiritual authority mm-hmm. so now that youth event where he's telling me that I've got something coming for me or that or that I need to submit to authority and I'm thinking okay perfect my pastor or okay perfect my district superintendent or whoever it may be mm-hmm. well, I just skipped the authority that he told me to to submit to which was my my mom mm-hmm. yeah. so knowing that hierarchy really sets the foundation for what you're what you need to submit to oh yeah yeah, yeah, that's that's great um, right there. Um, I agree with a lot of those things right there that you were just saying. Um, we are at the uh, <clears throat> around the forty minute mark right now, so uh, <laughs> we're gonna try to wrap this up here. I think uh, we uh, we could obviously keep going on and on about this. This is um, oh, yeah. this is like a topic that I understood it 
kind of and uh, um, you know being younger being a kid and all that like okay gotta listen to mom and dad listen to the pastor and you don't really at least i didn't always understand why but as you get older you really start to understand why your parents told you that when you were younger why the pastor said that to you when you were younger and you're like okay i can see where that would have gone if i hadn't listened why can't mm-hmm. I do that right now? You know, the pastor's telling me something really tough. I don't want to do that. But just looking from previous experience, when I've actually just obeyed the word of God and I just submitted myself and <laughs> I was saved from some serious, you know, bad stuff that could have happened. Why can't I just do this now? And that's, you know, it's something that I think all of us, it's, uh, it's a challenge, If um, you know, for me, you know, it's sometimes I hear things I don't want to listen to. Like, man, this is, I know this is the right thing. This is, you know, in the word of God, my pastor said it, you know, God's telling me to do this, what's holding me back. And so that's that internal struggle of who's God in your life. Is it you or is it God? And mm-hmm. it's, and that's our daily cross right there, you know, saying not my will, but your will be done. You know, I'm going to follow you even though it costs me everything, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, it, it's, it's a great topic. I really liked or really loved talking about this topic today. Um, but I think I'm I'm going to try to close this out here. Uh, Lucas, do you have anything you want to add? Prayer requests, you know, the reminders for prayer requests or uh, reminders for if you have an interest in a certain topic that you want us to discuss, you want to take that away, Lucas? Yeah. Um, be- before I throw that in, though, I do want to say that if you have more questions about this, do exactly pretty much what we say and go to your spiritual authority talk mm-hmm. to your talk to your parents talk to your pastor hey who's my spiritual authority what's that hierarchy what what is the process for me making certain decisions in my life because i mean okay brushing your teeth in the morning that's you don't have to talk to your pastor and be like hey do i need to brush my teeth with colgate or crest that's not that's not yeah. what we're talking about <laughs> yeah. but i mean like hey i'm thinking about moving away and taking this job i've been worrying about it what should i do exactly right there like i haven't really gotten my answer so go ahead and talk to your spiritual authorities your parents your pastors uh depending Mm -hmm. on your age and depending on whether or not (laughs) your parents are still around um and i and i mean that in the most respectful way but go ahead and talk to those spiritual authorities and if you have more questions definitely do that uh Mm -hmm. i would love to personal questions on this but at that point I don't want what I say to go against what your spiritual authority will say yeah. because they have more insight on you than I would uh, yeah. and that and that Jesse would. Uh, but to close it up, yes, uh, we are taking prayer requests. Uh, we haven't gotten any yet, uh, but if you do have any, shoot us a message. Our Instagram handle is Christian underscore concepts underscore JDP. Uh, we'll take that prayer request if you want it said on the podcast because you want more people to pray about it we do have uh, about 15 listeners right now uh it's not much but prayer yeah works wonders uh, oh, and yeah. prayer is another part of submissions <laughs> and i'm gonna stop <laughs> that because i could go on forever um <laughs> anyone who knows me knows that i can go on forever about anything but <laughs> you can't trust me you can't <laughs> <laughs> Uh, next thing you know, it's one o'clock in the morning. And, oh, this, this guy won't shut up. <laughs> uh, Falling asleep. Oh, yeah. 
yeah, but yeah, shoot us prayer requests. Any topics you want to hear about or you want to learn more about that you're, if your pastor's out of town or if you just want to study it out yourself or if you want to leave us a voice message and ask us a question that way, uh, we'll go ahead and put that in the podcast again as long as it fits appropriately in there. We'll go ahead and do that. Um, and also, I'm proud to announce that we are doing a Bible giveaway at some point. I did order the Bible. Yeah. It's on its way to my house. Uh, you oh, will yeah. see a post on our Instagram page. Rules will apply to receiving that Bible. Um, and I'm going to also put a deadline on it. Not sure what that is. We'll discuss that. Me, you, and Dalton will discuss that. Uh, but it will yeah. be the Apostolic Word of Flame Bible. It is worth $109. It's a great study Bible. It's got multiple uh, passages in there by lots of big names. Brother David K. Bernard, he are a, what is he, the UPCI president? Uh, I don't know his exact title. Super, he's like the the superintendent? Superintendent, yeah, he's, he's the head honcho pretty much. Yes. Got something um, right. <laughs> and he's got multiple passages in there, and he has some great insights. We're going to be doing a lot of giveaways like this in the future, uh, but the again, rules will apply. Uh, we'll end it there uh, because, again, I could go on forever. Uh, so I'll go ahead and end this podcast. And in the meantime, you guys have a great rest of your night, week, day, whatever time it is where you are, and God mm -hmm. bless. God bless.